Because it's uh, well, I'm hitting record. It's time okay. for whatever the show is. Verbal tap. And I, as we will frequently do, obviously, I'm going to let you introduce him. I'm just stepping on the segment. One of my uh, unofficial jobs here at Verbal Tap. I Googled our guest's name, BJJ. And I have to tell you. <laughs> He's one of the funniest Google searches on the back. Like just some some funny headlines, um, good oh. ones as well. But just a whole barrage of emotional. So you go ahead and introduce whatever poor soul you will be putting up against me this week. Okay. Well, I, of course, let's try to diminish the power of this guest. But it's very hard to do that, Kevin, because not only is he a severe beast in the teaching realm of instructionals. But he's also deadly funny. And I thought, what better way to attack Kevin on this show for a UFC card that we're kind of iffy on, if we're being honest, than to bring some real entertainment value of a person who actually knows what they're talking about. And also, little sidebar, trying to shit on Kevin's parade because he's had too much good in the past 24 hours. (laughs) So why don't we go ahead and bring on our good friend, Eli Knight. Eli, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. That's a that's a hell of an intro. That's that's all over the place. So I yeah, wrote down a, nothing for it. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, Eli, you are out that way. Where exactly are you based out of? I am based out of Kentucky. Um, I, I spend um, as little time as I can here, but I uh, I live here and. Um, that's this is where my home base, um, martial arts academy that I teach out of is, and um, yeah. So it whenever I'm not traveling and, and you know trying to teach seminars and train different places and meet exciting people, and then I'm in Kentucky. Of course, Kentucky, <laughs> or as Donald Trump calls it, the New Kansas. Well, <laughs> it's Mississippi uh, North, but I, that was my favorite. I'm from Kentucky, but he prefaces. Immediately after he knows he's talking to an LA guy, he's like, I spend as little time here as possible. I say the same thing to Kentucky people, man. It's like this, this, uh, I don't know. I don't want to shit on my state too much. I mean, there's good things about it, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting place to live. Eli, we've discussed this. I, I served two <laughs> years in Kentucky, not in like a service or anything, just living there. Like I consider that a tour of duty on my part. Right. And it somewhere was, between a tour of duty and a prison sentence, maybe. Yeah. Somewhere, I would say, in between that. Yeah, I mean, the education system has many different names to it. But... Better food than prison, usually. Yeah. I'm not always. Like, there's some prisons, oh. like wherever Martha Stewart went. But otherwise, usually it's better food. Oh, but oh geez, for sure. Kevin, you got to believe the the nicest and i say that there's such a thing called polite racism the nicest (laughs) polite racism i ever experienced was in bowling green kentucky when a very sweet woman came up to me and asked me if i had ever eaten at a certain uh mexican food restaurant because look at my face and (laughs) i had to politely tell her like you know i haven't had the chance to get there and she goes esparza Hmm, what spars it? Just like like from Zorro. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly <laughs> like that. That's my background. Granddad was Zorro. You got us. <laughs> so anyway, Eli, I'm so happy that you're joining us here today. Did you have any time to watch the Super Bowl over the weekend? Or were you traveling and doing one of the many uh seminars that you give in the entire world? No, I I was I was actually in town um the over the weekend and I got to see 
like 70% of the Super Bowl, like um, just slightly after halftime before uh, things, you know, we had to get back on the road. We went to uh, a friend's house and he lived pretty far out. And long story short, I saw about 75% of the Super Bowl. So that's not bad. That's, that's a Nielsen rating view. Um, yeah. Ted, <laughs> at what point would you say you were the drunkest? I would say at the 75% point of the game. There was a part we were uh, 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. I think I reached peak inebriation because it was not going well. And then there was a, a nice that's why he's like, I watched 75% of the game. It's like, wow, if you missed a certain 10% chunk, the outcome makes no sense. And uh, then, oh, yeah. You guys are in. Yeah, you guys are out there. So you're probably 49ers fans. Okay. Well, I'm in Denver, but I am from Kansas City. That is my oh, okay. uh, home of choice. Well, no, it's my Kentucky of choice, I guess is how I would say. <laughs> right. Yeah. And see, see, where we are, we don't have any professional sports teams anywhere like remotely close. Well, remotely close, we do. But we have to borrow pro sports teams from St. Louis and uh, Nashville. And, you know, so the closest thing, and this is like how kind of like um, – I guess inbred is maybe the right word, but like the, uh, it, you know, we have to just reach for geography. So the closest team that we had was Kansas City going to the Super Bowl. That's all I can figure out, which, um, why everybody around here was for Kansas City and everybody's like, oh, fuck the 49ers. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, I don't, I don't understand the. Because it's this, Hootie this, Tootie, like, California, Eli. I, Come on. I guess so. This is basic geography. You and guys and your your gun laws out there. And the stuff. Amen. And I'm still <laughs> reaching peak drunkenness from a yeah. holistic view. I think some of the toxins are just now starting to exit my system. You know, I will say one of the funniest things about living in California and reading why people don't like us out mm. this way. And granted, I'm Southern California, which is arguably the better part. But even when I'm rooting for the 49ers, which I grew up loving, and then I took a courtesy bow in college from rooting for because reasons. I mean, they didn't have the best of times, so I figured I could take some Sundays off. And I have to say, when I was looking to see why people didn't like them, one of the most prevalent comments I saw was when people were glad that they lost. They're like, yeah, and homelessness, too, and rent. Yeah. <laughs> and go, That's this, funny. This is... Add rent to that. It's like, the rent is a nightmare. It's like they have the effing the Palo Alto. What else do they need? Like, they just... <laughs> that is, we should add that. It's like, traffic's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Weather's all northern and Seattle-ish. It's it weird. could be foggy <laughs> and the bridge... And soup. <laughs> so these were very confusing times to me. However, I have to say, Kev, with the whole split between me and you on this one, I didn't mind watching you guys win. I actually was very okay with it. I knew that if anybody was ever going to be invited to the Trump food of the championship winner buffet, Andy Reid deserves that more than any human that I know in my life. I'm really conflicted about this part because mm -hmm. I'm only obviously I'm not a, a Trump supporter, uh, though I I can only imagine it might be him that motivated Andy Reid. He saw that McDonald's <laughs> dinner that, that he fed the college kids. He was like, oh, I didn't know that was on the table. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's one brilliant meme that basically made it. You know, they have the the call sheet with all the different plays on it, and it's all laminated. And they showed a photo of the other side, and it was a menu at a diner. And I said, listen, guys, this wow. man has done nothing really wrong to you, I think. <laughs> but, man, do we go hard on the fat jokes. And I have to say, when he won, I just said, you know, he just beat essentially my team for the Super Bowl, and I don't really care. So anyway, that's where we're at right now. Eli, I'm so glad you were able to tell us about that. What is going on with you in terms of – I see instructionals going on all the time. You said there's 10 free videos, and I know that our cheapskate listeners, when they hear 10 free anythings, go, yeah. excuse me, what? So would you mind telling our listeners what you have in store for them? Well, uh, yeah, because that it took some thinking about this. I, I did this. I've been working on this project with a group called the Budo Brothers. And the Budo Brothers are like this uh, martial arts media and apparel and training. And they do they, – they had this idea. I've had a relationship with them. They had this idea called a digital seminar. And I'm like, okay – so is that like a digital download, like DVD? What is this going to be? And they're like, no, it's like a, it's like a course. So I mean, you know, you go on and you you basically join into a course that you go through like different modules of it, and you know, it's just it's really cool. It's it's something really interesting to follow along with. They do great production value and all that. So we filmed this whole thing in Calgary, um, like March. Yeah, I think it was like March of last year. And, um, we've been working on it like in bits and pieces and then we finalized it and we filmed a, a lot more in, uh, early December. And, um, because we just felt like we could make it even like more and like kind of pack it out. And we did like, this thing's going to have over, I mean, as far as video segments, anywhere from like one minute to five or six minutes in length. Um, some of them may be longer. It's going to be like 170 something videos. It's like over seven hours of like course content for this okay pause so, right here for yeah. a second i'm gonna let you, you continue kev <laughs> uh -huh. do me a solid go to google yeah uh go to youtube then look up how many videos eli already has on his youtube page and then come <laughs> back to the conversation eli go ahead and continue please <laughs> okay so um anyway we, we we've you know got this thing ready to go um it's all finalized and everything and it looks it looks amazing because those guys do such great film work and editing and production and all that. They know how to like put together uh, one of these digital seminars. So I'm really excited about it. And so we, Oh, we were snap. Like, they, rolling with jujitsu. Shit. First of all, 203 <laughs> videos, nothing to uh, sneeze at, but you also teamed up with the only other viable thing Kentucky has to offer. Uh, right? Mr. Nick Dewey album. That's awesome. Yeah, Chewy's awesome, man. Like it is it's ridiculous how how long it took us to like do anything collaboratively. Um and finally he you know, we we got in contact with each other. He actually came down to uh my place. He's in, in Louisville on the other side of the state. And he came down and we you know, filmed a few videos together and I talked to him the other day and we're we're gonna do some more stuff in the near future, hopefully. So Okay. Um, but you you all of most of those things on your page are technique videos so that's already what uh you said 400 kevin somewhere in that neighborhood 203 okay so 203 videos of educational content on what to do in jujitsu now you're telling me that you got like 100 plus maybe 170 more yeah if they were to do a collective 
on this podcast of instructional videos, we'd be <laughs> done before you'd say a dozen. So <laughs> how do you keep churning out content like that? Because I, I just, what well, kind of like mind map do you have for this? Well, actually on, I'm surprised that the numbers that low on my YouTube, it feels like a lot more, but there's, I know that there are, Oh, as it could many, be. I'm terrible at this. There, that was our there's, first. <laughs> there's <laughs> as many or um, there's as many or more videos on there that are unlisted that are like privately listed because I use those for like my Patreon account and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So you know, it's got like there, there's a, a lot on there. But um, yeah, so the the big thing like whenever somebody like asks me like you know I did stuff with BJJ fanatics and whenever somebody asked me to do something like that i'm like oh my god like this is a great opportunity and you know i'm don't feel like i'm worthy to take this like big opportunity so i'm just gonna like brain dump everything i know on this one project and make it like huge because i'll never get this chance again and this is it so i got to do it all big right now so that's why like these it's it's like big things like my my one with bjj fanatic so it's a big one it's like an eight disc thing if you get the dvds of it you know it's like so it's it's a lot of content um but it, it's just it's a lot about the way that it's structured um and yeah so the the cool thing about this course is like it's got a, it's got course modules where it's like full instructional and it almost follows like a curriculum but then we wanted to do like bonus content so there's a, over a hundred videos that we were like you know what we want to film a hundred one minute ish videos and so i taught it's the fastest teaching I ever did. I tried to do, you know, as good of a job as I could in a one minute segment. Um, so like a hundred of those videos are one minute to a minute and a half segments, which Kev, is fun. It's right. I in mean, my attention span sweet spot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you found my cocaine sweet spot for educational videos. So between those two things, it's a winning combination. That's how I am. Like I, I've got such a short like attention span and I, if I understand something, I can explain it pretty quickly. And so I was like, you know what? I would watch one minute videos all day. I wouldn't sit down and watch a 15 minute video personally. Um, if it were, I, I don't know, I've got a very short attention span, but I would watch like 50 one minute videos in a row. So okay. that's, that's kind it's of a little backwards, but okay. I mean, I get it. Oh yeah, it makes um, no know, sense. But by the time you sit there and you're 50 minutes in, it's essentially watching an hour video. Anyway, Kevin, not important. <laughs> Here's where we get into the nitty gritty of things because Kev has learned a lot about you. However, he hasn't had the opportunity to ask you questions that will become important when we get to the shit talking portion. Kevin, do you have questions for him? Yeah, so far after Googling you, I've found too much about your lineage, a controversial yeah. article about something called bladed grappling and shedding no. new light on self-defense what's oh, your uh, story here <laughs> how do you because yeah we'll talk about um what those blue stripes on your bjj black belt mean later <laughs> okay but specifically how'd you get into this what's your background why do you why do you because i'm looking at a lot of your videos and they're really functional five sweeps had a knee bar from this spot um, some mm -hmm. jokes you should know, solo drills, those types of things. How'd you get started yeah. on this whole journey and where does the specific application to, cause it looks like you have a lot of functional self-defense narratives. Where do you start all that stuff? 
Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's uh, when I started with with martial arts, uh, you know, I did the taekwondo thing in the beginning for a short period of time, and, and then um, I found uh, someone to train with that was doing jujitsu. It wasn't like it wasn't really like Brazilian jujitsu or Gracie jujitsu because that wasn't really very well known at the time. This was like the um, very early '90s. This was like uh, right before UFC came out. I started training with him and then UFC came out and of course Gracie Jiu Jitsu exploded and then, you know, we kind of, um, we kept on training like other martial arts like for years and years and I still do train uh, Muay Thai mostly but uh, other martial arts uh, in addition to Jiu Jitsu but we just, we really went all in on the Gracie Jiu Jitsu front and so, you know, it was, it was very, over the years, the the complexion and and the, the, emphasis they've placed on differentiating what self-defense is to the more sportive aspects of it or, or to the MMA is, has really kind of shifted a little bit. Um, it's always been there. It's just like specifically stating like, this is what you need to focus on. So my background was always just like, you know, this is what is going to work in a fight. This is what's going to work in you know, fighting versus, you know, just rolling in a competition or rolling in the gym with a gi on. Um, and then, uh, but my, my, the biggest pleasure I get out of all that is like seeing the overlaps and seeing how the, the, the self-defense aspect of it evolved into the sport, you know, rather than just shitting on one or the other and saying, you know, self-defense is stupid. You just need sport or, you know, sports stupid. You just need self-defense. I, I just, I really like the whole thing. And so, um, I, which isn't always the most popular thing whenever you're trying to run a YouTube channel. <laughs> cause like, you know, you get guys that come over there cause they like the way you do, uh, you know, a knee bar entry or some kind of leg entanglement to a heel hook. And then, you know, your next video you come out with is like, you know, if somebody attacks you on the street this way, this is what you should do. And they're like, what the fuck? And this is not what I signed up for. But, um, <laughs> I've been, I've been fortunate to, you know, um, find uh, out that there's more people out there than, um, I realized in the beginning that, you know, are interested in all aspects of it, you know? And so that's, that's really been cool. That's been like my, my goal is to kind of like narrow that divide between people on both sides of the aisle, like shitting on the self-defense people putting down the sport and sport people putting down the self-defense. You know, I want to like kind of narrow that chasm a little bit. Awesome. What is the difficulty about recording that you have gotten that you have found um, in terms of so how many takes does it do does it usually take you to knock out one of these videos I'm looking for some some nitty gritty are there certain days you just can't get the lines out what's your process uh, <laughs> oh okay here's here's my process um, if I'm fortunate enough to have a quiet area and somebody to do some like move with and somebody to hold my phone to record it. Cause that's the, about the extent of my recording equipment. Um, then, and I actually have an idea of what to show, then I'm, I'm good to go for the most part. Like that's, but those stars have to line up. So, you know, it's like, sometimes I really have a good idea and I really want to get it recorded, but it's like there's back to back classes and it's noisy as shit and somebody's lifting weights outside the door, you know, like it's, it's just a nightmare or I don't have somebody to film with or there's nobody around. And I just, I, I can't in good conscience just set my phone up on a tripod or a camera on a tripod. I just, it, it bores me to tears and I have to have somebody kind of moving around to like chase the angles. You know, if I was demonstrating, like you can demonstrate a lot on like a stationary 
camera like and just talking into it but it's like it, it's not with jujitsu though with jujitsu there's just too many nuances you got to find like you got to see what's happening on both sides you have to see the movement you have to track it so i don't know that's hmm. yeah there's a lot of thought that's going into all these things, Kevin. This bodes very badly for you. Now, <laughs> here's where we offer the guest an opportunity to cross-examine Kevin because, you know, you have to make fun of him. And Kevin could be a blank slate to you. I mean, you know that he's drunk when he's watching his beloved Chiefs and that it was an emotional roller coaster of yesterday and he still not, not be over it. So what would you like to ask Kevin that will give you the fuel to properly make fun of him when we transition in just a couple minutes? Uh, I'm so I'm, I'm so bad at, at shit talking people and making fun of people. Like, Perfect. I'm, I'm, We've heard I'm just so <laughs> <laughs> like I. I yeah, I have, you know, I don't ever want to hurt anyone's feelings. And um, you hurt but, people in jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do oh, a man. polite version of jujitsu is just like, it's, oh, I'm sorry. Did I cross collar you it, too hard? It is literally the gentle art, Raph. I mean, like, it's, it's right I've there in the name. I've your videos. <laughs> there are many things that you do that do not look gentle. Like, do you tell <laughs> someone when they're about to learn self defense, like, oh, hey, BT dubs. <laughs> Here's the gentle touch <laughs> that'll keep that gun away from you. Yeah, that, I mean that's it's in not so many words, you know. I mean it's you, you go you flow with the energy of the attacker. It's you know it's like Aikido and Tai Chi, you know. <laughs> well, why don't <laughs> you right, ask but, Kevin? Yeah, just a couple quick questions so that we can go through the dance and say that we did it. So Kevin, um, what is your uh, I mean, obviously, we're going to be talking about the UFC here in a minute, and what what kind of like martial arts, MMA, like, like uh, any any kind of training or any kind of like background in. Uh, I don't know like what your your um your background is actually. So like, you and me tell me tell me about yourself. <laughs> well, for the most recent forty eight hours, it's been way too many calories and a lot of alcohol. But beyond that, which I think is your question, um, there was about. Five months of some pretty good capital MMA Muay Thai, nice. and I'm going on around 10 years of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu training. Very much not in the streets, more in the um, mat-based sheets, if you will. Yeah, I was so, waiting for uh, the sheets. Yeah, a lot of – I'm a purple belt. I've been doing it for, I don't know, 10, 11 years, give or take. And uh, mm -hmm. my last few years riddled with injuries, but otherwise um, a jujitsu human being. It's kind of like somebody's playing like a role playing game and Kevin is the person that is the brunt of it. So they roll a dice and then all of a sudden it's <laughs> like injury on the knee and Kevin's like, oh shit, why is my knee hurt? I have not ruled out a voodoo doll situation with a score yeah. next lover, and I wouldn't be opposed to it either. I'm sure I deserve it. At the very least, it would give us more answers, Kev, because some of these injuries, I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Straight so up anyway, made yeah. a few of them up. That's how I yeah. Fair enough. Well, you know, what, Kev, I think we have all the information we need, which is for us to transition to the game of Over Under Kevin. And now it's time for the thrilling installment of Over Under Kevin. Kevin, 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 Kevin,
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the segment of the show that we like to call Over Under Kevin. It's a very, very fun portion of the show, mostly because these two people who seem very nice to each other right now are about to tear into each other if I have any say in it. The way this game works is very simple. We give each person 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win each of the fights that we pull out of order randomly for UFC 2. 47. If I so deem it, they get 15 seconds of rebuttal time. And again, even though they technically will win if they get more picks correct, we value here the trash talking more than correct picks. Gentlemen, do you both understand the rules? Kevin, do you understand the rules? Yeah, and unlike my opponent, you won't find any headlines in my Google history that say jujitsu is in everything. And I didn't even read the <laughs> Summit BJJ post. I'm just inferring from the article headline. Mm. <laughs> Eli, right. do you have a response to that, sir? Well, I didn't have the luxury of doing as much um, research on Kevin. I, I saw his Pornhub profile, and I didn't get much beyond that in his Grinder account. So uh, that's, that's all I have to go on. We'll see how this pans out. I will tell you the Grinder will tell you more information then you are probably willing to know, but it will be helpful. And it's it kind of certainly like a video game. highlights my martial arts history. <laughs> Got to have that thing spruced up for uh, for the boys. <laughs> well, gentlemen, since you both understand the rules, why don't we go to our first bout? And it is a bantamweight bout between. This is a fake name. Both of them are. I, I yeah. think I already know which which you, match. This is the stupidest name I've had to read and not make up a name for. But yes, a bantamweight bout between Journey, the band, Newson, and Domingo Pelarte. Kevin, you're going to start us off. You have 15 seconds on the clock. Go. Don't stop Pelarte. <laughs> That's who I'm gonna pick. I mean, I felt that one was my easiest. I was gonna use Journey to sing Polarte, and Got it works. It. It's levels. It was a little confusing, but I, I do like the initiative. Uh, we go to you, Eli. Fifteen seconds on the clock for you. Uh, wow. Well, um, I for some reason I, I want Polarte to lose now just because of that singing. But like, I, I, that's not fair for me to say that but it's it's how i feel now so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna take newson yeah okay now kev do you find that it's a little troubling that he may have had a different pick but because of your balladry he is changing it what does this say about eli it says the same thing i've already hinted at he has a history of flip-flopping because I'm seeing one where it's like jujitsu-based self-defense solutions, the Eli Knight DVD. Then I see jujitsu is not the answer to everything. Eli Knight. It's just he's a constant uh -oh. uh -oh. flip-flopper rap. Fair enough. Not a very consistent record. Eli, do you have a response to that? No, I'm a complex individual, and, and uh, <laughs> I've, I've developed a thick skin over the years to these these kind of uh, you know uh, trivial insults, and and they just wash off the, my back like ducks water and stuff on yep yep okay, no, okay. i told on i would point of order kentucky people <laughs> don't bathe we all know that so i'm not gonna let that metaphor go too easy second a complicated individual from the south someone yeah. call cnn we did it we've located the first case of a complicated southerner there's a part of me that wishes it a different 
part of the multiverse that we get to meet Eli, the guy that works at the zoo that just goes, yeah, that duck, he's, you know, he's in the water. Uh, and they're notorious for being watery. Uh, <laughs> Have you not seen my duck water videos on YouTube? I've published uh, quite a few. Oh, my God. Show me that world now, Dr. Strange. Let's go to our next <laughs> bout. It's a welterweight bout between Alex Morano and Kaylin Williams. Eli, you've got 15 seconds. Go. Um, well, let's see. I'm not familiar with either one of these. I've seen Alex Morano fight, um, and I'm reading right now, actually, that he's uh, the favorite, and I've, I was impressed by um, that performance. So I, that's all I have to go on, so I'm going to pick Morano. Morano. Okay, Kev, you've got 15 seconds. Go. Bad news for both fighters in the ESPN do you have a picture category? They do not. They do not. (laughs) They look like greys, which if you follow the (laughs) UFOlogy community, which I'm not saying I do because I don't want my life ruined, but it looks a lot like that. I tell you what, if it's just a battle of greys, I'll take the opposition. I'll take Kaylin, which even sounds like a fake alien name. Yeah, Yeah, for real. Next bout is a heavyweight bout, and this is my favorite name so far. Uh, This is the Mexican version of a former president of the United States, Quan Adams, versus (laughs) Justin Tapa. Uh, Kevin, you've got this one 15 seconds. Quan Adams is a great – he's one of the Spanish founding fathers. Him and Guillermo <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> They're very so I'm gonna go wow. with Juan Adams for obvious reasons. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> go ahead, Oh uh, yeah, it's it's heavyweight. Like heavyweights they're like one punch away from knocking each other out. But um I actually had Tafa for this one. Um, and it's one that I actually was interested in kind of seeing, which I'm not usually interested in much of the heavyweight fights, but this one looks good. Okay, explain yourself. I'm putting 15 seconds to say why you're excited for this fight. No, I didn't say excited. I mean, you, I thought like, you did. Kev, did he say no. excited? He's a salesman, Raph. You know, the camera's rolling. Actually looking forward to maybe, but oh, I wasn't excited. Oh, so, I mean, boo. it was... Yeah, I just yeah. wanted um, to send my next uh, <laughs> Hispanic <laughs> president name. I know Jorge Washington <laughs> is back on the next card as a strawweight. Guys, wow. I figured out how to do my version of Hamilton now. <laughs> that shit just sold for seventy-five million dollars for a wow. recording of the play from four years ago. Yeah. Look what I can do when I bring. Jorge Washington, Juan Adams, and Benedicio. <laughs> it's it's going to be like a founding father, West Side Story um, kind of mashup. It's it's uh, it's founding papa is what it is. <laughs> um, God, I'm not going to get over this. Juan Adams is what I'm going to bed thinking about tonight. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Eli, you're going to tell us who's winning this middleweight bout between Traven Giles and Antonio Arroyo, who will also star in my version of Juan Adams. Go. Uh, yes. Another one that I'm not super familiar with. I have seen um, Arroyo, and I don't know. But I saw that uh, Giles is the favorite to win by submission, which makes me think that he's got a better ground game. And I always pull for the jiu-jitsu guy, so I'm going to go with Giles. Giles. Kev, what do you got? 
Well, you don't always pull for the jujitsu guy, according to the internet. I'm just uh, joshing <laughs> <laughs> now. I am also going to go with Giles, and mine is purely based off of a very weird ESPN reason. They have a picture of Arroyo. He is his human form, but it's still gray, which is a confusing what? merger of their previous templates. They either have your picture... Oh. They have your picture, except you're a gray human being, or they just have a gray stand-in. So he's like a hybrid. He's like uh, that that old alien show V, where they would wear human skin, but they were really lizards underneath. Dynamite this guy's part gray. And yes, clown. it's like that yeah. awesome show V Ugh. that people yeah. definitely remember. <laughs> that was huge in the 80s. How old are you guys? Come on. The, is it Giles or Giles? Uh, Who cares? Oh, I don't know. Wait, V was based off of an 80s series? Because it came yeah. back with that uh-huh. um, woman who was in a few things. Good job, oh, Kev. Yeah. I never saw the, the reboot. Like the, the I was all about the 80s series when I was like uh, 10 years old or something. I don't know. Okay, gentlemen, point yeah. of order real quick. <laughs> we can't go from a niche sport like jiu-jitsu and MMA and then decide to slice that pie a little bit, little bit by little bit. When we get to 80s mini movie series, because at this point, I just wonder who will be listening because, well, maybe there is a demo. You know what? Fuck it. Let's double down. I'm just hoping to get a headline that's like Eli Knight against V Reboot as a headline. I got got a lot of work (laughs) to get it up there. It's not effective alien self-defense on the streets or in the planet systems. I think there should be a, a whole segment that's like uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, except with um, 80s miniseries um, <laughs> shows to modern jujitsu or MMA. We'll work on it. We're going to flesh it out in post. Um, okay. However, I will say if you're not in on it now, I want to see if we can get you as the self-defense expert for Space Force, Eli, because I think that's the next <laughs> venture. We're going to go to a on that contract right now. It, well, I mean, it's not going to mean anything pretty soon, but <laughs> Bantamweight, Kevin, Andre, Ewell versus mm-hmm. Jonathan Martinez. Go. First of all, both fighters pictured, so congratulations yeah. to them. Also, two southpaws, so don't be confused when you start to see it swinging, but I'm sticking with the theme. I'm going with Martinez because mm-hmm. I cannot say I you will. You will? You will? Okay. Eli, what do you got for us on this one? Yeah, being in Kentucky, I would pronounce that Ewell, but I'm sure that's wrong. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I have no idea. Pick I'm, one. Not gonna, I'm not going to fake. Like, uh, how's we'll, he doing? Ewell? We'll go with Martinez. Okay. Yeah, Ewell? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go with Martinez, though. Okay, so you're both picking Martinez. Kev, are you starting to get worried about Eli over here? Because this is the second one you guys are both in agreement on. Yeah, I'll see if I can cue up some banjo music, make him feel comfortable, get him his confidence back. (laughs) Eli, is there anything that Kevin's doing that's taking you off of your your picking game right now? Only when he sounds like he's actually... um informed about some of these fights because uh most of these i'm not super familiar with with on this card this is one of those cards where they just took the uh they were like oh we got these two to three huge matchups here and let's just throw some other shit on this card no offense to any of the other fighters 
obviously, because they're, I'm sure they're all magnificent. They've worked their ass off to get there, like all respect, but it's, it's one of those very imbalanced as far as notoriety cards. Completely. All respect, but no respect. Here we go to the featherweights. <laughs> uh, Mursad Bektik versus Dan Eig. Eli, you mm-hmm. go first. 15 seconds. Um, I am against anything with MRSA and the name of it. Um, that, that shit is scary and hard to get rid of. I'm going to have to go with Eig. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. IGE, Kev, what do you got for us? Yeah, it's Dan I, which is a funny, it was like, we've only got six letters, guys. So let's start <laughs> with Dan and then we'll just fill in the rest. I <laughs> am going with Mursad Bektik because I actually, for the other reason, I've had the Bektiks and it's fantastic. Mm. It really oh. flushes, makes your skin glow. So I'm going with Bektik. Fair enough. Uh, okay, I'm Googling Bectics right now. You don't want to. Okay. Here's 20 seconds, gentlemen, for this women's flyweight co-made mm. event. It is Valentina Shevenko versus Caitlin Shook again. Kev, you've got 20 seconds. Go. I'm Shooka still. I can't believe mm-hmm. Shevchenko in this gun climate still walks around with that inflammatory NRA tattoo. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Q note to the aggregators. I am aware it's not an NRA based tattoo. I'm still joking about it. Might Thank well you. Be. Please send the message to Raph. It'll really brighten up his day. <laughs> no. He loves getting messages about my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going with uh, Choka Still to come in for this Whoa. one. Oh. Wait, who? What? It's what Chuck again. Do? It's Chuck again. I did a little Chuck a still because I'm Chuck a con. Is that? I'm keeping the. Fa- I like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chuck a win. Um, yeah. Well, um, go. Valentina Shevchenko is the pound for pound best fighter in the UFC. So until she fights Habib, then I don't think she has a good matchup. So she's. I'm going to pick her to win. Can't. Yeah, Who would you bet that, on man. between uh, Khabib and Valentino? Uh, well, it's, it's if, a close fight. If I find out that Khabib gets a shotgun tattoo riding down his thigh, which I'm not going <laughs> to discount, I'll probably still would go Shevchenko. Okay, good to know, <clears throat> gentlemen. We now are at a heavyweight bout again. This one, Eli, you're starting us off on 15 seconds on the clock to tell us who will win between Derek Lewis and Elir Queen Latifi. Go. <laughs> um, I, anytime I've ever bet against Derek Lewis, it's bitten me in the ass, so I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to, until he fights somebody that I'm pretty positive is just going to like demolish him, then I'm going to go with Derek Lewis. So just hope his balls are hot that night. Fair enough. Kevin? <laughs> is that, you I don't know if it's if I'm excited about hot balls or like good temperatures, <laughs> so he goes in on a good place. But I'm right with you. Uh, the easiest way for me to assure a Derek Lewis knee injury reported after the fight is to put 15 bucks on him as the favorite. But <laughs> he's just so much bigger than Latifi by a large majority. So I'm going to go with um, Mr. The Black Beast, Derek Lewis. Eli, question. You said that you've gotten burnt before. Is this wagering? Mm-hmm. Are you wagering on the streets of Kentucky where there's prohibition, sir? 
<laughs> uh, no, no, I am not uh, at, a, at, a, at an official capacity. Now we do, we, we have some fun in house and stuff, but no, I don't do any like sports apps for betting or anything like that. Just mostly because I'm, uh, I, I can, I can gamble theoretically great, but when it comes to like physical money being put down on things, then it, it, it's, it takes a short uh, Let turn. me read between the lines here. Raph, yeah. we've got a footloose situation. He already Fair. got accused of jiu-jitsu being too close to dancing. He can't be associated with any <laughs> other sins. So he's like, no, no, no. It's about right. knife fighting. <laughs> Had to add a yes. whole dangerous element just so he didn't get kicked out of Kentucky. I I right. look I've had a similar story I can hear it in his voice he's in the Kentucky dancing protection program <laughs> That's that's a thing I I didn't know that people knew about it outside of Kentucky I'm a little mm. sad we're <laughs> starting to get out there This is the point in the show when we like to say there is a friendly wager Raph used to moonwalk and was politely asked to leave the state and never return <laughs> Kev you know for sure that the minute I danced in Kentucky there was a very quick hush tone of Get him out of here. <laughs> you just receive a letter two days He's later. got too much rhythm. Get the fuck out of here. You get out of here now. <laughs> you, you get is what they, they said to me. You, yeah, it's G-I-T. Get, which is get. almost, what is it? Dan Ige? That, <laughs> yeah. that name. You ig out of here. It's like is... a radio. It's Dan Ige in the morning. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> He sounds like a really shitty shock jock that nobody gets shocked by. Hey, what's up? It's Dan Egg in the morning. Weather sucks. And they're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Not really controversial, Dan. Good try, though. Hey, here's the moment in the show when we'd like to say that there is usually a friendly wager of some part. Now, Kev, we've learned already that even if we did bet money on this show, Eli wouldn't do it. So, well, fortunately, on this show, we do make wagers that are not – uh, monetary because we all do jujitsu, which means we don't make money. Except for Eli, who has a fucking Patreon. So I want, I want a little cut of that, that Patreon sweet, sweet, and that YouTube residuals that you get. That's why when you said Kev, how do he and Chewy know each other? It's what happens when people who have over a hundred thousand subscribers do. They get on a little secret YouTube chat room and they can talk <laughs> to each other, or they mind meld. I'm not really sure because we're very far from that. But anyway, Kev, can you give some examples of bets that have had to be fulfilled in games of over under Kevin before? I absolutely can, Raph, and thank you. Well, I owe Jake Watson a video currently where I endorse him to replace me as your co-host on the Grappling Hour. Fair. Important to note, I'm not your co-host on the Grappling Hour. You are not. I just still think it's uh, helpful, and for this show. So there's there's a few different things. Um, Gary Tonin owed me a shirt, as well as still owes me 30 seconds of him doing improv karaoke, because he was bragging about his singing ability. That's on him. <laughs> I, uh, wow. I did... When not too long ago uh, with Alec Balding, a nice video where he had to explain how to avoid getting a loss to me. And I thought he uh, absolutely nailed it. So, you know, maybe there's like the two ways of avoiding the verbal tap beat down um, a video in our future and or some sort of exchange like that. Uh, but those are nice. some ideas. So without saying what the idea is, if you do have one, do you have an idea for a wager in mind right now, Eli? I, I do. Um, I, Without I have, saying I, what it is. Okay. Okay. 
We got three fights to go. We're going to do that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Bantamweight bout. Kevin, you're going to tell us this. These are two first names, which I don't like. Miles Johns versus Mario Batista? That doesn't sound right. All right, <laughs> go. Mario Batista is for sure. I was like, is that the Dodgers second baseman? No. <laughs> so sad news for the Johns, as he has the traditional gray, which is ridiculous for someone who's undefeated. Um, I got to go with Johns. All right. What do you got for us on this one, Eli? Yeah, um, I, I think from anything that I've read, again, this is what I'm familiar with. I, I would normally go for Batista because he's, I mean, that's a big guy when he played, even now playing like Drax the Destroyer in the mm -hmm. Avengers movies and from WWE days. Like he's just too big for that division. But John seems to be the heavy favorite, so I'm going to go with him. Uh, I have a little uh, point of information here uh, for our viewers. We read that one. Uh, in the U.S. equivalent, but if you are in other parts of the country, that name is known as Kilometer Johns. So, oh, that explains it. Is I was on. having trouble. I was I wasn't sure if we were able to Damn reach. Yep, U.S. Dog love that joke. I take that. <laughs> Your dog was like, a that was a funny one, Dad. <clears throat> it's like really? we love yeah. metric humor. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Thank you. I thought so too. All it, right. It always it always goes over well. <laughs> I know my demo. However, my <laughs> own dog Lucy is looking at me like Jesus, another fucking pun. Yeah. Shut up, Dad. <laughs> Women's flyweight bout. Eli, you tell us who's winning this one between Lauren Murphy and Andrea Lee. Go. Between Lauren Murphy and Andrea Lee. Uh this one I've I've done extensive research on. Um I mean from you know, the, the history of, of Murphy coming up off of a blistering KO over Mara Romero Borella. I remember that clearly in <laughs> August 2019. I don't know. Murphy. We'll go Murphy. Murphy. All right. I like that roundabout. This is a guy who definitely has done presentations before and has been like, um, how long do I have to get up here and speak for? Um, you have to speak for five minutes. Cool. Five minutes. All right. <laughs> starting now. So has the clock started going? Excellent. All right. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm uh, Eli from Kentucky. <laughs> can you, can you, you all me know that? Is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Which explains why the first 30 seconds of any Eli video is just him being like, does this work? God, a whole minute to fill. I mean. Yeah, I can do it, but you guys should already know how to get on site control, you losers, which I thought was a very weird way to take that. Kev, what do you got for us on this? Oh, my God. I was just also at something where they did the whole non-announcement announcement. They got on the mic. They're like, uh, we're going to start in just a few minutes. We're waiting on someone. Is this – can you all hear me? It was like, <laughs> you just broke two of my rules in 20 seconds. I'm going with Andre Lee. One gladiator training academy. Uh, nickname KGB, last name Lee. Those people usually have a very short temper because they've never had to focus on things like spelling their name or empathizing with being in the last line with something like Schwarzkopf to spell, right? She's just focused. She's just ready to murder. KGB. I feel like her and <laughs> Shevchenko are in the back plotting a new axis of evil to come attack everybody. I'm subscribing to that axis. I want to hear what they want. I'll go Wait. to a few meetings. I want to hear what they have to say. 
<laughs> what was what was the the the, the horrible photoshopped posters of um, was it who was it that uh, she is the Asian fighter on the card and oh, you're everyone about... with like the the masks uh, wearing around her like on the fighter posters. You're talking about oh, is it Joanna's? You're talking about Jedra's ex yeah. most recent faux pas yeah. on social media, but it's still not. <laughs> she's my favorite. <laughs> it's it was it was yeah I, when i saw that i was like oh my god yeah they went full coronavirus on the <laughs> you never go full coronavirus <laughs> uh, gents here is uh the final bout of the night as a result i've put 30 seconds on the clock kevin tell us who's gonna win john pico graham jones <laughs> or dominic was never a good enough wrestler but John Jones still hates him anyway and wants to talk about his wrestling because that's a barometer. Raise, go. There's so many different things that the Jackson Winkle crew is putting out that make John Jones appear to be some sort of special forces operator, which I think is a great next step for him career wise. Just go to the military. You're going to love it. I, I think it's great. We're almost to that special day of the year, Valentine's Day, where you can show someone that you've been doing cocaine and training too much by rear-ending them accidentally in the street. <laughs> Try to make sure that they're not with child first. I'm going with John Jones. It's his time of year. It's cold. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. Eli, what do you got for us? 30 seconds on the clock. Go. Um, I... Yeah, it's I don't know how not to go with John Jones for the I mean, same it's, exact it's, reasons. Please. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Those and so many more. I mean, it, and Reyes like he's got like a puncher's chance is basically everything that I've read about. I mean, he he he's not gonna out wrestle. He's not gonna do anything like to manage the ranges better than John Jones. Like everything goes in John Jones's favor. It's uh, it, to even say somebody has a puncher's chance against John Jones is kind of weird because I've never even seen him really rocked. You know, I mean, it's it's absurd. It, I don't know what the can. Uh, John Jones. He John Jones. Rapid, do you know the odds? Have you seen the odds? No. It's like negative eleven hundred or something crazy. It's, it's not quite that bad. I see the average <laughs> is minus four fifty. So you basically to win a hundred dollars, you'd have to bet two hundred. Think of it like that. No thanks. Yeah. Well, well, or think about it like this: you just bet two UFC Banff belts <laughs> uh, monetarily, and that would yield you one additional one if you bet two. Kev, can I say the thing that I regret the most from our last episode was the fact that when we did the recap of UFC 246, we didn't actually take the opportunity to say that despite sitting in the crowd with his BMF belt, they still had not shipped. <laughs> like it was gonna ship that monday and yet i was so like i was like raf make sure to mention that joke make sure to mention that joke and then we let the show go out and i don't have many regrets when the show goes out but that was one of the first ones i've had and definitely the first one in 2020 so so you're saying that you bought a, a bmf belt then no unfortunately the show cannot afford that um, <laughs> In any circumstance. 
Uh, if someone would like to donate it to the show, I don't know who's got plenty of YouTube money that just seems to be raking in. That's fine. You're welcome to do that. Yeah, uh, that, let me tell you how that Google AdSense um, just stacks up, just racks <laughs> on racks of Google AdSense. Uh, yeah, um, it's so true. It's so it's, good. It's something I know I can depend on monthly. I'll tell oh you that much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, but you know what? You can fuck <laughs> off. You can go to the Google fucking uh, recording zone anytime you want. So yes. that's the trade off, my friend. That is. That's a good trade off being in Kentucky. That's awesome. And, and where's the closest <laughs> one near me? Uh, probably, yeah, right yeah, down the street from you or something. It's, it's, no, uh, yeah. I'm going to go on a 405, I, which we're essentially the same distance if that's the case. So, yeah. Kev, <laughs> here's what we should do we should figure out who is going to have the performances and the fight of the night. So, there's two performances that give out by Dana each fight night and then there's one fight of the night so kevin or or there's three or there's two or whatever the yeah, fuck he chooses true. at that point it's also just like the bmf recla- replica belt which now will not be able to be delivered until after 2 3 20 oh my uh, God. <laughs> yeah so let's say this kevin who are the performances of the night the two people who win that uh, in theory and then the fight of the night yeah first is john jones because uh, it turns out he's been listening to Eli Knight's series and just pulls yes. out a knife and cuts up Reyes. Tight, nice. It wouldn't shock me, right? It's sort of his if, like holy field, <laughs> like Tyson exit on this uh, beautiful hey, sport. You, you know what, Kev? At this point, it's one of the few like felonies that he hasn't checked off the list. <laughs> yeah, it's that. That's really that would you know everybody would be like, oh, I'm I'm shocked, but I'm not. You know, it's, <laughs> Or if you're somebody in the audience and you go, bingo. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just had the John Jones criminal bingo game. I've been playing with my friends for 14 years. (laughs) Um, I I will go with Jones. Then I'm going to go with Domingo Pilarte because it's the coolest fucking name I've ever heard. I'm worried people heard. I just think it's a cool name. That's not what I said. Domingo (laughs) Pilarte is the coolest name I've ever heard. And then I'll yeah. go with that uh, Lewis Latifi because I can see somehow Der- it's like Derek Lewis takes his shorts off and throws them at Latifi. Latifi, angered by it, throws a vein <laughs> at Lewis. It's going to be a great fight. So that's your fight of the night, Lewis that's and Latifi? That's my F-O-N, yeah. Okay. Eli, what are your two performers of the night and the fight of the night? Let me just say two comments on the previous statement. Like, Please do. Domingo Pilarte, first of all, sounds like you killed his father and you should prepare to die. But then <laughs> Derek Lewis, I would get he, he would get my vote on the most likely next person to defecate in the cage. That's what I, I feel like that's coming. <laughs> you can get good odds like on that, I bet. Stage. I bet that's a problem yeah, yeah. at Vegas. It's like he's definitely that, leading the board. <laughs> that could be a dark horse bet that could really win some money. I mean, that's uh, okay. So, yeah, I'm going to have to say. John Jones, um, if, if we're talking about the fight of the night, um, and then Shevchenko. I think that Shevchenko is is uh, she she gets some of the most dramatic, like most dominant performances, and she does some just amazing shit, and she's phenomenal. So, yeah. So let's double check. That's John Jones for performance of the night with yes. the Shevchenko for performance of the night. Who is your fight of the night? Oh, man. Um, 
I don't think either one of those are going to get the fight of the night. I just have a feeling that the fight of the night is going to be a bantamweight. Give me a bantamweight fight. Um, what do we have? Okay. We got uh, Kilometer Johns versus Mario Batista. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Journey Newsom versus Debigo Pilarte. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Andre Irwell versus Jonathan Martinez. So those are your your options for Bantams. Yes, I'm going to do Johns and Batista. Okay, Batista. All right, so you mentioned earlier that you had a bet in mind. So now is your opportunity. What was the bet that you had in mind for this game? So um, should I win, which most likely that's going to be the case, then um, Kevin needs to um, do at least a, a five-minute roll on video um, with the you know, uh, partner slash opponent of his choosing using – if you don't have access to a shock knife, then at least to some kind of training knife involved. That's – like you can start the rollout however you want, but then the, the someone has to like slide the training knife in there and it's a free for all to get it first. So yeah. That's the that's the wager. You have that in the chamber right, the first whole of time. All, did he say a yeah. shock knife? Did someone yes. hear shock yes. knife? Not yes. since my combatives one days <laughs> has someone even threatened <laughs> to shock me with anything. <laughs> We used to use Those a are... boxing glove. So, Raph, we're going to have to workshop this one. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I might not be in a current place where I can find a blade-based jiu-jitsu roll. Okay. Oh, it's it's not. I mean, just throw the, a rubber training blade in there, and whoever gets it, gets it. And then they can you know use it at will. So I, you know. This gives everyone mm. a nice intro into the psyche of Eli Knight. Not all of us <laughs> walk around with rubber training blades. I, See, I have not You think like those. that. This makes me think if I was a studio executive at a network, I'd be like, Eli, pleasure to meet you. Huge fan of your YouTube channel. Tell me a little <laughs> bit. Do you have any ideas for maybe a show? Uh, I know, obviously, maybe not a sitcom, but maybe an action drama. It's like, yeah, we put knives in the the street and just see what happens i was going the exact <laughs> other way i wanted this show called shock knife where couples compete <laughs> yes. to see who's really the most dangerous <laughs> netflix has that hot or not like 100 yeah. percent hotter this is the same it's just like yes. first up a florida couple she's from the central bayou he's a miami guy someone's getting shock knifed people are gonna watch the shit out of that if we did yeah. have Billy Eichner running around and narrating it as two people were trying to shock knife each other, I'm in. Um, yes. Okay, so, okay, Kev, so if I say- lose, I'll pitch Shock Knife, a show <laughs> starring Eli Knight. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, Kev, is that where you want to go? You would pitch an imaginary show for Eli Knight? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And frankly, that's hey, loser has to pitch Shock Knife. In its, yeah. in its sincerity, <laughs> you really, yeah, yeah. I think that's a brilliant idea. Uh, we have to say that it's a joint production between Eli well, Knight, BJJ, and Verbal Tap. Yeah, we might. Uh, that, let's go on the grappling hour. Uh, loser has to pitch it. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, we, we got to come up with a different name. That's a tra- that's a, a trademarked uh, device there. So, you know, we'll have Shock to knife? We'll figure out something. Uh, Shark Tank had to have been a trademark term as well. I think we could. We just need some lawyers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, buzzer knife doesn't really have the same ring to it. <laughs> e knife sounds like I'm just going to smoke something out of it, which is yeah. also fun. 
So, okay. Uh, that is some vague uh, variation of, of uh, um, uh, but we have to do it very serious, of uh, a pitched uh, show. I am uh, serious about this side topic. I could not wait yeah. to produce it with, I don't know, the E Network. Who's Who does the bare knuckle <laughs> thing? That's who we need. Oh, God, uh, yeah. From the producers of Bare Knuckle Boxing. Can I, can I say this, though? For <laughs> this all of our years of doing electrified. All of our years of doing this show and, like, doing, like, a legitimate show, the one thing that's going to take off more than anything will be this idea. When Talk we have it. a studio executive coming over and being like, Raf, Raf, great ideas, great interviewing. I mean, love it. You've been doing really well or something. But Shock Knife. Wow. Yeah. That, where did that come from? Oh my God! We've got Jimmy Smith on retainer. We can get him in. On Shock Knife right <laughs> Idris, now Idris yes. Alba wants to host <laughs> Shock Knife. You're yes. not gonna believe it. Yeah, here's what here's here's why it would be a brilliant show because it may start out with you know some people doing some kind of combatives training or some kind of you know um, you know self defense reality based self defense kind of stuff and you know using you know that as a device, but then it they got to be more interesting as the season goes on. And then you have to have, you know, like the, the season finale and then the, you know, what are you going to do next season to top it? So pretty soon. Shock it's crossbow. Be like, oh yeah. yeah. I was going to go with like, um, you know, scout troops now are going to like have a free for all with it. And then, you know, that's like a, you know, we have the cooking episode where Gordon Ramsay is, you know, hosting it and he gets to, you know, shock knife people who are doing shitty in the oh, kitchen. And it's like, that's not how you shock knife someone. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. See? Yeah. Fox is really <laughs> heavy into this one. Uh, I also like it the, toward the series finale or the season finale. You just go, if you were anybody without that shock knife, you don't deserve to have the shock knife. And then like cut the next week. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, this has been very fun. Um, here's the way that we're going to put a momentary little break in the show. So we're going to all go away for a week. And then in a week's time, Eli, would you like to come back on the show and talk fights with us uh, once we all view this card? Um, absolutely. I mean, maybe not if my picks don't win, but, you know, it's uh, yeah, because. But, yeah, no, I'll, I'll do it either way. But especially if your picks don't win, because that's good radio. Uh, Kev, do you have any parting words to Senor Knight? Cannot wait to dive into uh, some of these videos. You need to check him out, Eli Knight, exactly (laughs) as you'd expect it to be spelled. You're looking for some royalty to help you get to the jujitsu roundtable. Check out Eli Knight. That was a great slogan. Trademark. Oh. That's all I got though, Ref. Uh you ready to <laughs> we ready to wrap on this just yeah, another knee beating? Excellent. <laughs> Please note, the new number is...